0: Here's my narrative on her knowing nothing about her. All right. Here's my assumptions. She wants to make assumptions about me. I'm going to make an assumption about her. Um, She's either never been married or recently divorced, lives with three cats, and has built such a resentment towards life that she feels personally victimized by everything. So in other words, she's just a really chill hang. She sounds like, like, hey, let's go get a coffee. And I want to see if I can last 14 seconds with you and whoever you call your friend group before I have to figure out how I can fake an ulcer explosion in my body to remove myself from the situation. Welcome to Cheer Up, Ed, the podcast, guy. (laughs) This is going to be fun. This is going to be cool. Look, we're here to have fun. We're here to have a good time. This is your new favorite shit. This is your new favorite. Remember, don't be a bummer, okay? Let's do this. Welcome back to Cheer Up Babe, the podcast. I'm your, I don't know what, (laughs) I don't know what radio voice that was that I just threw out there. You're listening to Cheer Up Babe, the podcast with your host, VJ Julio, insert sound bites and I'm on the radio now. Dude, no, this is my voice. This is how I actually talk. You guys know that. Okay. I've been, I've been known to sound like Ryan Reynolds when I get riffing and I'm just like, Hey, you know what? Honestly, that's a pretty good compliment, but If only I looked like him. Like, okay, cool. I have a Ryan Reynolds quality, not where it counts. You know what I mean? Anyone can be funny. Anyone can be a silly little asshole. But the looks department of Ryan Reynolds is so... I would kiss him right on the cheek tenderly and I would gently caress his face. Now, we did just go down a very homoerotic avenue uh, starting off episode two. And if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. Welcome. I hope that intro was a little, uh, a little foresight of what you can expect <laughs> to, to listen to, listening to your new favorite podcast of the week, okay? Now, if you're starting on episode two, congratulations. You're good at following instructions. When I put out the podcast, I didn't even promote episode one. I waited until after this episode here to start promoting. And in that promotion, I say, start with episode two. Because if you start with episode one and you don't know who I am, you're just going to hear a guy that you don't know talk about how happy he is to be a dad and cry about his baby's birth. That's what episode one. It was the birth story. I talked about the birth story because it was the most important thing that happened in my life and I had to get it out of there. So if you're a friend, family, whatever, you listen to episode one first, good on you. I hope that you enjoyed listening to that. But if you don't know me and you're starting here, you're good at following instructions and I'm glad that you're a part Of the team, babe. If you're here for the first time, here's a little introduction. I am, uh, my name's Vijay Julio. I'm 28 years old. I have a beautiful wife, an amazing little girl who's about to hit four months old. So I had a lot of really, really great things happen to me during the pandemic. But none more than the fact that if this pandemic holds strong, I won't have to do the thing that I've thought about doing or dreading doing for the last 10 years. Okay. now, as I said, I'm 28. That's 10 years away from 18. That's 10 years away from being a senior in high school. So what's happening this year? Let's put it together. 10 year class reunion. As much fun as it sounded to meet back up with everyone from the good old days. I didn't want to have to go through the lie phase because here's the bottom line. Wouldn't have gone. Wouldn't have gone. There's not a chance in hell that I'm preparing myself to go hang out for a night or two in American Falls, Idaho, or probably Pocatello, probably Pocatello, because there's nothing in American Falls. Where are we going to have the reunion at the laundromat? Probably not. But I don't want to go to some city hall building and talk to people who I didn't even talk to in high school about how their construction business just really took off. Now, don't get me wrong. I hope everyone's doing really, really well. 10 years later. I hope everyone's like so fucking rich and successful. I can't even stand it. I want everyone to just be happy, beautiful family life, being who they're supposed to be, just enjoying their life straightforward, but I don't want to talk about it. Okay. I don't want to sit there and be, dude, here's how every conversation would go at the reunion. Now, obviously I've never been to a class reunion. Okay. Obviously, but every conversation would go like this. You see someone, they go, hey, and you go, hey, and you hug each other. Actually, you wouldn't hug each other. Hashtag coronavirus. So you air five from six feet away and you shout, hey, how have things been? Pretty good, pretty good. You got a family? Yeah, beautiful wife, little girl. Oh, that's so fantastic. I got two little boys of my own. Oh, that's so cool. Married? Oh, actually divorced. Ah, oh, man, that's too bad. But I hope you're doing well now. I am, I am. There was a period where... I hit a pretty low point, but, you know, I'm really on the upswing. Oh, that's great. That's really good to hear. Hey, do you remember Mr. Diefenbach? Oh, my God. Yeah, he was my favorite. He was so fun. Did you know that he was growing weed plants in his backyard for the entire time we were in high school? Yeah, he had some sort of pass from the government. That was crazy. I always thought he was a bit of a stoner. Yeah, he did kind of give off that air about him. Anyways, I'm going to go shoot myself in the face because I can't do this 86 more times today. I can't do this 86 more times tonight. And you might be listening and being like, that's a little bit rude. It's not that. If 2020 taught me anything, it's I don't got time to waste on nonsense. I don't got time, okay? People are dropping like flies left and right. If there's one thing that 2020 should have taught you, it's how valuable your time and life is because now that we have a bunch of free time, we have what we actually want to do stripped away from us. And so... When you lose rights, you naturally get a bigger perspective on things. And my perspective reflected itself in the fact that I don't got time to waste on shit I don't want to do. That's just how it is. The shit's too short. The shit's fleeting. Enjoy yourself. Have a good time. Don't go to a 10-year class reunion and talk to Barb about her recent divorce. Okay? She talked with enough people on Facebook about it. She doesn't need to talk to you. OK, and she's just trying to talk to Mr. Smith again to see if she can blow him like she did 10 years ago. It's not important enough of a, <laughs> of an interaction that I wanted to do it. But guess what? Thank you. COVID don't gotta don't. I bet I'm jinxing myself and I bet that this entire fucking pandemic is going to go away. Like halfway through this year and it's going to be like, oh, quick, everyone plan everything. And I'm going to get like 30 Evites to a reunion in Blackfoot, Idaho, that I'm just going to have to be like, oh, man, as much as I would like to go to the fairgrounds and spend two full days away from my family, missing out on valuable bonding opportunities with my daughter, I'm afraid I can't make it planes scare me. So that is what it is. And I'm just, you know, I'm getting older. I'm old. I'm just going to say it. I'm I 28, turning 28 in November made me feel old where it's like, hey, no more nonsense. It was like one of those things. It's like, God, I, I mean, Vijay, your hairline should have told you three years ago that you were old, but now you're actually old. And I am actually old. And I felt myself getting older, like when the like top 40 charts had no bangers on them, like in my eyes. I'm like, oh no, I hate all this music. Now I'm turning into that guy. Kids these days don't have any quality music. You got Tenkanshi69... Tenkanshi? T-K- uh, hold on. Let me look this up. You got Tekashi six 69 Talking about... I tell her, don't dick ride, don't dip thighs. To leave you to the double twist thighs. Twin sisters. Gobble, 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 gobble. Like. That was the number one song. (laughs) And it's called Gooba. Oh, doesn't mean anything. It's all good. But I was turning into the guy that was like, you kids in your fucking music these days. And then the app culture where it's like TikTok. And I'm seeing the promotions for TikTok where it's like, oh, look at these. Look at these kids lip syncing a song. It got 10 million likes and it's like they hold on it got viewed 10 million times these two kids sitting in their bedroom lip syncing Ariana Grande's new bop what is this app and then you see the other things where it's like look at these kids dance for 6 seconds so fucking sick that's so cool watching these kids dance for dance for 10 seconds now i did give in i tapped out all right i was bored I was in my night shift of fatherhood. I take the early shift, 7.30 to 1.30 a.m. Gracie's asleep on my lap. And I was like, I could just delete it in an hour if it's as annoying as I anticipate. I really, really enjoyed Vine when it was a thing. It was popping off on there. It was really a good time. Let's just see if there's any semblance. And I downloaded TikTok. Now, parents, parents and old, fellow old people, I'm here. I've had it for I've had it for like 11 days. Okay? No, wait. No, I've had it for 13 days. And I'm here to give you the breakdown of this app so that you don't have to download it to try to understand why your kids are straight up addicted obsessed to it. I'm here for you, babe. All right? I'm putting myself I'm putting myself in the trenches. Okay? I'm putting myself on those front lines doing shit that you don't have to. You come to this podcast You come to this podcast for the entertainment and the humor purposes, and you stay for the education, baby. (laughs) That's been my motto, all right? Now, let's talk about this app. First of all, rough breakdown of the app, you create a profile, you select a few different things that you like. Now, this entire app is algorithm-based, and I'll get to that in a second. After you create a profile, it says, like, what are some things you like? And you click things like comedy, sports art, you know, there's like a bunch of different things you can click, but I'm pretty sure those are the things. And then it automatically generates a bunch of videos that are popular that you just, that are just scrollable. So like, uh, and, and the thing is, is like the video fills the entire screen. There's nothing to distract you around the outside. The only thing that it shows is a few blips on like the right. That's like it's likes it's shares and it's comments, but the video is the entire screen. It can last up to 60 seconds, but I feel like most people stay in like the 20 second range because people's attention spans are zero. But the thing is, is you watch a video for 15 seconds and you scroll and it's a new video generated by the app. Now, here's the brilliance of TikTok. Okay, here's why these kids are hooked on it if you watch a video a bunch, okay, so say it's fifteen a 15-second 15 video and you watch it four or five times, the app, like say you don't even like it, the app recognizes that you watched it four or five times and it goes, hey, this person likes this video, this person likes this type of content, and it matches you with a bunch of other videos that are along those same lines that they think you'll like. So, so let's just say for all other purposes, you did like it. You double tapped on it and you liked it. Okay. People that like this video also like this video. So they generate that into your feed. And it does. It's not like a question where it's like, you know, at the bottom of like Amazon shopping where it's like, if you bought this item, maybe you'll like these ones and you can select it. It's like, no, it's already in your feed where you just scroll down and new, a new video pops up. Scroll down, a new video pops up and the algorithm is constantly generating content that it thinks that you'll like based off of your interaction with the video prior to it. Does that make sense? So if you like a video, you're going to get a bunch of videos. So that's, and then after a little while, that algorithm has you so dialed in that it's only going to be showing you things that you're interested in and that you like. So generally for you, every video is a hitter. Every video you're going to enjoy because the ador- algorithm has generated it based off of your interactions with the app. Dude, that's fucking crazy. That's nuts. And I'll tell you one thing, it works because I can sit on that thing for an hour, two hours at a time and just scrolling and enjoying videos. VJ, I wonder, what's, uh, what's in your feed? Well, I'll tell you what happened recently. Dude, now... I can be a pretty emotional guy. Certain things really pull on my heartstrings. And one of those things, especially with the birth of my new child, is heartwarming children's videos where, like, a kid's going through a sickness and they're showing some strength. I, I like, liked a video like that. And then the next hour had, like, 30 different videos of kids going through something. And I... Dude, like, I'm a pretty funny guy in real life. Uh, On this app, I'm a wreck. I was weeping. I was, I got so emotional. It got to the point where I would scroll and a video like that would pop up and I wouldn't even let it play. I would just scroll to the next one. And if a video that wasn't that, regardless of what it was, it didn't matter. If it wasn't an emotional video about a child or parenting... I would double tap it. That way the algorithm would generate different types of videos. But that one day of just emotional kid videos where I'm just crying for an hour, not good. Okay. That's the downside of the algorithm. You get into a weird zone. That's all you're going to see. And I was crying. But now I have my lane is uh, there's this thing called brick talk where it's literally people laying bricks and building walls and like with their hands and stuff. And then there's also Wood Talk where it shows carpentry. That's the thing. The promotions you see for this app are the kids dancing and lip syncing songs. But the alg- there's so much other lanes in this app to where like the algorithm will generate a feed based on you to where you don't even have to see the kids dancing and the kids singing songs anymore. I don't see that shit anymore. And I love it. But there's so many specific lanes you can get into, like the wood, like <laughs> the woodworking talk. Literally shows people do siding or building shelves, and it's like, and I'm just like, that's so satisfying. <laughs> Yo, that's so look, that's like art right there, man. Like that guy, that guy has a skill, and he puts so much time into that. Wow, double tap, dude. I'm old. <laughs> now here's the other crazy thing about this app. Once you pop, you don't stop, okay? The night that I downloaded the app, I uploaded the video, I don't know if you guys saw it on my Instagram, of Jordan when she was nine months pregnant, like literally a week before she had our little girl running around the tree in our backyard trying to induce her labor. Like, she was like, I just can't be pregnant anymore. I'm going to be right back. And she's just was doing laps in our backyard. <laughs> I put that video up. Uh, I woke up the next morning to 2,000 likes, Okay. Fast forward to now, and it has been viewed 1.7 million times. 1.7 million, guys. Okay. Because for whatever reason, that brand of humor fit into so many people's algorithm that it got exposed to so many people. It's been liked like it's been double tapped like almost 400,000 times. That's insane. And the other genius part of this app is, like I said, when that video is on the screen, there's the little little icons on the right that are just on the video that shows like likes, comments, and you can share it. There's also another little one that's right above that that shows the person profile picture. And you'd hit that button and you're following them so that every time that they upload a video, it automatically generates into your feed. So there's no like having to go to their profile, click follow. You can do it right there from that 10 second video. So the follower count goes through the roof. So the first video I posted popped. Now, every single video, that dude, is just constantly generating. It's crazy. I've had it for 13 days. I have like 13,000 followers, something like that. Like it's just like constant, constant, constant. And that adds to the addictive component. You know, it's that little, those little dopamine hits. And that shit is terrifying. Dude, people can't combat it. Kids can't combat this. You know, all kids want is just a little bit of attention, especially kids that might be a little bit starved from attention at home. All they want is a little bit of attention. And this app has created a generated system to where they're going to get it. And that is why this app is number one. Dude, it's nuts. Okay, now I will tell you, parents, be wary because there's also a lane on there that's just girls thirst trapping guys, just like here's my face sound drops and here's my titties. And there's so much of that, that that could potentially be your kid's entire feed. You might think, oh, they downloaded TikTok. They're watching dancing apps and they're watching dancing videos and it's all really cute and really fun. Let's see. Let's see. Your kid has TikTok? Ask if you can scroll on their TikTok for 10 minutes. See what they say. Be like, no, you could be over my shoulder. Let's Let's just watch some TikToks together. That'll be fun. You control it. You watch the videos. Tell me how many titties you see. T- tell me how many sexual videos are on there. And that's where you got to be careful, man. Now, I do I do have a little bit of drama that happened here on your boy's TikTok. Now, I, I've made a couple of videos, obviously, since the initial pop-off one. And it's kind of like funny fatherhood stuff. I've kind of fallen into the niche lane of holding my little girl in the throne position and like walking back and forth in front of the camera while I'm like pretending to... She's three months old. She can't... She's not registering anything I'm saying. But all I do is throw out stereotypes and then a name that's usually associated with a douchebag. You know, like another one of my really popular videos is me walking back and forth, telling her about red flags to look out for. Like if he... Call of his calls all of his guy friends the bros or if he wears snapback flat bills with the rockstar energy drink logo on them or uh he really he really enjoys vaping and is really good at vaping like stuff like that like stupid little niche things like all right queen red flags like that's how i start them and then i'll end it with something like also any kid named connor like something like like it's just silly shit right just silly fake parenting stuff the response on that has been awesome now the drama kicked off because i posted a video where so the one thing you can do is you can if you see a video that you want to like make a commentary off of or add to you can just hit stitch and it'll pull up that video you can trim it down to whatever you want and then you can post your video after it or right next to it whatever you want to do and i made a video of one of the uh like titty girls dancing and i put it down to like 1 second and then it flashes to me holding Gracie on the couch. And I go, hey, don't do that. <laughs> and, and then I said, uh, ultimately, you can do whatever you want. Like I said that in the video to her. Ultimately, you can do whatever you want. But do you want a bunch of 15-year-old kids named Bryce just jacking off to your TikTok account? Probably not. Oh, so sarcastic. Such a joke. Got found by... The woke police real quick. That got generated into their algorithm so quick. I didn't know what to do with it. Now, I will say overwhelmingly that the response to the video was like, oh, my God, this is so funny. Um, uh, One of my favorite comments was God level parenting, which is just like it's first of all, (laughs) when it comes to parenting, I'm not going to use another girl as an example of what not to do to my daughter. I now the now they found me, and here was their narrative that they that they drew. It was only like three different girls that jumped on and just attacked it. They were saying that I was furthering the narrative that women need to dress up rather than teach boys to respect women, like that whole thing. Or the more you teach girls to like be careful of that the more you're, what is it like charging forward with the narrative that boys can sexualize women and it's okay. And, uh, uh, first of all, Hey, no, first of all, wrong. Okay. First of all, I'm on your side with the boys are gross things. All right. If I had a son, I would raise him that way. If I had a son, I would raise him that you don't sexualize women. You respect women. Okay. Now I did make sure that the video that I used of the girls like there were two girls that were of age and it really wasn't that revealing it really wasn't because I didn't want to go down that route but to say that I'm furthering that thing oh my god couldn't be could not be farther from the truth especially as a dad with a little girl and I'm also and I also don't give a shit if a girl wants to do that dude do your thing I don't give a shit I'm not telling you what you should or shouldn't do and also these girls knew what they were do like dude that video popped they have like 5 million likes on that video i'm sure it's been viewed like a billion times they don't give they don't give a shit what my st- stupid sarcastic joke had to say about it they got those likes they got that clout they got that attention that just is what it is and my rebuttal to that would be when it comes to like my daughter is The opportunity for that attention is always going to be there, but I hope that you don't find it necessary to do that in order to drive attention towards yourself. Like, I'm going to teach her that a boy who only wants to see her physical features, her physical aspects of her body, isn't worth her time, okay? Because... There's always going to be boys like that, just like there's always going to be girls that use that. It's just that's, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with either direction. I just am going to try to instill in my daughter that what she brings to the table should be her intellect and her strength as a woman. And I hope that she has enough confidence in herself that she doesn't go out searching for that attention from an outside source. I hope that she can be. I mean, like I'm saying, this is all, this is all hopes. This is all going to be things that I try to instill, but I just hope that she knows that she has more to offer. And also she doesn't have to get that attention from the opposite sex because they don't matter. The right one will come along. That's just basic day one shit, right? You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not going to use the term feminists for the ladies that jumped on and hopped on because a couple of them are so like toxic, so like poisonous that, I know that there are certain feminists that I know that wouldn't want them associated with the movement. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to use that word, but one lady. Okay. Now, now granted the comments blew up and people got, people got pretty mean to each other back and forth in terms of like, there were the, there were the super misogynistic guys that were attacking the girls that were trying to defend the girls. And so it, it blew up into a whole thing that obviously I didn't want like, dude, a silly joke. Everything that I post is a silly joke, but people, you know, felt like they had to put their stance on it. But when the misogynistic guys showed up, it got bad. It got heated in the comments. Like people were being mean. But then there was this one girl who, I mean, obviously like, so when your comment section blows up like that and you go through and you read some of them, like your ears get a little hot. You didn't want this response to happen. You were just trying to say a little joke. But this one girl like just came at me. Okay. And and granted she made she was making some good points in terms of like be careful posting your daughter, like that kind of stuff. And I, I agree with that honestly. I do. And I'm and I'm not gonna make posts with my little girl, especially ones that will be considered like problematic. Anything that could be taken wrong. I'm just not she, she she's getting removed from that equation because of this. Like it was kind of a learning opportunity for me, and that's just good. But this girl was commenting on my post kind of coming at me, but then she was also replying to every comment on the post of people that were on the other side. And it, she created this, like, I mean, you know, when like, you know, when like someone like starts shit and you're just kind of like, I don't got the time. This girl had the time. I don't know, She was. she's just kicking it at her house. She didn't even have the app pulled up on her phone. She had that app pulled up on her computer and she was just typing comments, hitting them, hitting them, hitting them. She commented like over 50 times. Responses and it digs at me. And then I posted a different video the next day talking about how, hey, people got pretty toxic in the comments. And she commented on that video in like two minutes after I posted it. And when I say she commented on the video, there's like a character cap. I think it's like 160 character cap for comments. She did like six in a row coming at me. then she starts tagging me in like other videos of people talking about, you know, attacking women, stuff like that. And I just didn't have the time. All right. Like, like baby gorgeous. You're it's exhausting. Okay. This like coming at me for a stupid joke. It's exhausting. So then she finally goes, last comment in big, bold letters. And I haven't responded to anything. I haven't responded to anything on the entire comment section because I was just like, oh, Jesus. Like, nope. Let it die. Let it die. Let it die. But she goes, last comment. And then she says something. Don't really care. And I responded, first time I responded, and I said, I sincerely doubt it's your last comment. And she commented two more times. <laughs> And I was just over it by that point. I did not have a very emotionally acceptable and emotionally open response to it. And I just said, listen, you proved to everybody that you're better than people. So can you please just go do something else? And that set a fire under her ass like I couldn't believe. And at that point, I was over it. I was like, listen, I'm not going to allow any more toxicity to be spread on this stupid fucking video. So I, I took down the response video. I blocked her and then I disabled comments on the video so that people couldn't battle each other out. And I thought that was it. I was like, people that come to the page, they can watch the video because the majority, like, like I said, the majority were funny responses. Like people were enjoying it. It was a good time. And then I get tagged in a video. The first thing I do is I just go to the chick's page. That was the tag. And in the tag, it showed, like, hey, this person did an ad at you. They made a video in regards to you. Like, that's one of the things that will come up. And this woman, um, I'm not going to use derogatory terms, Okay. I'm not going to say the easy stuff like bitch and stuff like that. I'm not going to slander her in any way. But this woman, if I was going to use a descriptive word, is a truffle pig. Okay, And that's not an attack at her weight. That's not a weight thing at all. That's not a physical resemblance at all. She's not even like overweight or anything like that. She's a truffle pig. She digs around. She sticks her noses in places. And when she finds something she likes, she takes it and she puts her narrative on it. Her entire page was centered around... Uh, attacking people who believe in religion, fighting against sexual norms, and bashing men. Like, that was her entire page. And every single page was a response video, or every single post was a response video. It was, oh, look, I found something I didn't like. Let me give my narrative to it. That's every single post on her page. So I hit the video. That was me. And it showed the opening clip, like that that video, the the silly joke that I posted. And then at the end of the video, it flashes to her and she's sitting on her couch and she has her camera out and she has her fingers pressed together up by her face. And she starts off with this man. And I said, that's enough. And I swiped away from it and I just, boom, blocked her. And that is what it is now. Let's get into the debate portion, OK, because here's what I've been dealing like. I, I was like, dude, who cares? Like, I'll just take the video down. Who cares? Don't have a hill to die on here. Not what I wanted to promote in terms of, like, silly bitch happy, happy festivities. Like, we're here to have – It's we cheer up, babe. That's what we do. So I was just going to take the video down, but here's the debate in my head. If I took the video down, like, this woman, I could just – fucking like, she's just – it was one of those things where it's like you're probably – like you were probably cool. like, OK, here's my narrative on her knowing nothing about her. All right. Here's my assumptions. She wants to make assumptions about me. I'm going to make an assumption about her. Um, she's either never been married or recently divorced, lives with three cats and has built such a resentment towards life that she feels personally victimized by everything. So in other words, she's just a really chill hang. She sounds like like, hey, let's go get a coffee. And I want to see if I can last 14 seconds with you and whoever you call your friend group before I have to figure out how I can fake an ulcer explosion in my body to remove myself from the situation. Here's my debate. If I take it down, does she win? If I take it down, does she get to count her victory for the day? And I don't know you might be thinking like, no, fuck that, dude. was a joke. Keep it up. Fuck them. They can't push their narrative. And I agree with that 100% because it's like it was a joke. Now, here's the dilemma. It involves my daughter. She's She was sitting on my lap in the video, right? And the narrative that they painted around it was that I used the phrase jacking off while, quote, unquote, pretending to talk to my daughter, who doesn't understand anything. She's three months old. It's not like when she actually gets to a comprehensive point that I'm going to use any sort of language like that, but that's beside the point. So that could be an easy answer right there. Like, Oh, it involves her take it down. But my ego is getting in the way, right? Like, I don't want to let this fucking woman feel like she did something. I feel like it, it furthers her direction. Like she's like, Oh, I did something right. I'm going to keep doing it. And that part of me is like, Fuck you forever. It stays up. But also at the same time, since they have created this weird, perverse narrative around this video that has my little girl in it, I don't want any sort of association on that. Like, I don't want, I don't want her to be involved in any sort of weird shit like that's disgusting. And I also don't want people to feel like they have a right to say anything negative about me or about my parenting style, because bottom line. They have no idea. So it also might be reflecting itself into a negative light from the jump. And that's where my dilemma comes in. So we have the fact that my ego doesn't want me to let this lady feel like she did something right because she didn't. But the narrative's already been drawn and it involves my little girl. You know what? I think I just answered my own debate right there because here's the thing. The rest of my videos are so silly and fun. And then this one created a controversy. I don't think, mm, I, don't, I don't feel like I need it. I don't need it. Like, Oh, I hate the, Oh, I don't know though. Cause it might just be validating her and I don't want to do that. You know what? No, no, no. You know what? I'm also not going to stress out about this because when it involves my daughter, no ego of mine can get in the way of that. We're just going to, you know what? I'm going to do it right now. I'm not going to respond to her because I'm not going to give her that validation, but I am just going to take the video down right now. Okay. It's sitting at 118,000 views and 18.3 thousand likes. <sighs> Fuck it. Doesn't matter. And now it's gone. And now it's gone. You know what? It doesn't matter because I refuse to give any sort of ammunition to any sort of truffle pig lady on the internet who thinks that she can create a narrative about my parenting style or anything like that. It's down. It's gone. If I was to say anything to her, hey, you know what? Oh, (laughs) dude, dude, the inner kid, the inner kid in me that has that big ego, (laughs) that proud ego right now is a little, is a little revved up. But listen. My life is so great. My life is so amazing. I have an amazing, beautiful, and talented wife and an amazing, beautiful, smart daughter. We live in a beautiful home. We're financially stable. We have our goals and ambitions that we're striving towards. Everything is amazing in my life that if I have to throw this miserable lady a bone, hey, you know what? If for whatever reason you listen to this, good job. Go celebrate with your three cats. Get some catnip and do a little jiggity-jig-dancity-dance. I'm going to let you take the W on this one because my life's so great that a 15-second video on TikTok means nothing to me. Dude, straight up, though, just like when I clicked into this app, I haven't. here's an idea, dude. I clicked in. haven't clicked in in like two hours or something like that. Here's an idea, okay? 14 new follows. One thousand nine hundred and sixty-four new likes. Like, the generating stream for this is just absolutely insane. Hence the addiction aspect of it. Like, they really dialed it in. Parents, be careful. Honestly, I feel good. I feel good. Like, like this is just like that's just gone. I don't know why I was even thinking about that today, dude. I should have just done that from the jump because it doesn't. E- All right. Let's move on to the next thing. What's the biggest dick I've ever seen in my life? That's a really good question. Let's talk about it. (laughs) I'm not going to say his name, but he is a former teammate of mine. All right. And the reason I even had it in my brain was because on Instagram, Homeslice is living his best life. Now, he's in the cities, he's got his queen. They are holding it down, flexing on people, talking about, like, how good do we look? And I'm fucking here for it, man. I'm all for it. I love it. I'm like, yeah, dude. That's called the upswing. You ride that way, baby. You find that partner, you grow that life, and you be a successful-ass motherfucker and get it done. Proud. Like, I guess, like, that would be the way that I would describe it. Proud. Now, one of the first times I saw him was in the locker room. And in the locker room, we had like those long skinny benches, all right, running along in front of all of the lockers. And this dude was fresh out the shower, fresh after practice, sitting in the locker room, straddling one of these benches. Now, you're on a college sports team. It just is what it is. You see naked people every day. But what you don't see every single day is homies sitting down, But so's his dick. (laughs) Homie's sitting down, straddling a bench, and there's about four inches of contact with the bench. Okay, So it comes down off the body, and then it lays out kind of like a python, and it's not even a perverted thing. You just go, what? (laughs) You take a mental note of how he's superior, and you move on with your day. But I see I see him on Instagram just fucking living his best life. And he's got his girl now. And obviously, can't help but think about that. But this girl's got big dick energy, too. She is a fucking badass. So I'm just like, match made in heaven. You guys got it. Rock it out. And I just love seeing that kind of shit. Like, like old friends, old teammates, stuff like that. People that, you know, find it. Just, that's what it's called, man. It's called it. You find it. You find that pathway to life that you're going to be the most happy and the most successful with and they just ride that wave and I just, I love it, man. I hate, I hate seeing the teammates that get lost afterwards where they don't really have a direction and they're kind of all over the place. That makes me feel, you know, that hurts my heart a little bit. Like I can't tell you how many teammates I've had that I I see on Facebook or I look back on Instagram and they're like up a hundred pounds and they just don't really do anything and that shit's heartbreaking, man, but that's the crazy thing about college athletics like especially especially when it's like a little bit upper level you you when you're a student athlete, your time is dedicated around that sport that just kind of is what it is, especially if you're on scholarship and you and and you need to perform well in that sport in order to keep your money, your life is surrounded by that and then and then when you add the fact that it's wrestling, so you're adding the stress, the stress of weight cutting two a days brutal stuff just forging warriors basically every single day on the back end when it's over there's not a resentment towards the working out I don't think well not not for me I I I truly enjoyed every single minute but I I know that there are guys and old teammates of mine that the resentment did happen that that's why they go down the road that they go where they just get extremely out of shape. They don't want to work out anymore. Their excuse is always like, I've been working out for eighteen years, man. I'm taking a break and then that break slips away. But I don't know, I guess just my hope for everybody is that they find it, man. Find it like my buddy did. Find it like I did. Cause I'll tell you one thing, I definitely have it right now. I'm living the exact life I'm supposed to live right now. We're on track to do bigger and we're on track to do bigger and better things, but currently, consistently I'm living in the moment and I'm joy- I'm enjoying every day, dude. Being a dad is the coolest. It's the coolest. Like, I'll have a bad day. I'll be heated. I'll come home from work and I'll be a little bit fired up. It, it's not even like a little bit later, it's immediately. And I pick my daughter up and I get her to smile at me and she's talking at me. Ah, there's nothing better. So, if you're out there and you're a little bit stressed out, focus on those things, you know? Don't let the stressors start weighing on you. Focus on the good things. It's like that analogy of the red and the blue things in the room, you know? You take 10 seconds, you look around, you try and find all the red things in the room. You count them up, you close your eyes, and then you say, okay, how many red things did you see? And you go like six. It's like, okay, how many blue things did you see? You go, I don't know. I wasn't trying to find the blue things. it's like, because you weren't looking for them. That's the same thing in life. Mirror that in your life. There's everyone, every single person that you've ever talked to has good things in their life and bad things in their life. The difference between a person's personality and their overall disposition is what they decide to give attention to. So I could focus on the negative things like I'm working outside in the cold and and it's freezing and it can get miserable and the software can not work a little bit and it slows up my day. Or I can focus on the fact that when I get home, I get to pick my daughter up, I get to hug my wife, and I get to enjoy this home and enjoy this family that i've built it's just one of those things you know so try that you know if you're feeling a little bit down and i'm not talking about like actual anxiety or depression like get 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 real help for that but if you're just one of those people that life has felt a little bit rung down it's the end of you know it was the 2020 just ended it's heavy for everybody it's hard to see the positive things but there's always one focus on that and hold on to it with all you have okay now let's switch let's switch it up a little bit let's talk about uh Let's talk about a little bit of a current event. Um, Jake Paul, not Jake Paul, Logan Paul, is fighting Floyd Money Mayweather. Logan Paul, the 200-pound YouTuber, is fighting the whatever Floyd weighs best boxer of our generation. Dude, Logan started boxing like two years ago, and he's had two fights, both against the same guy, got a draw the first time, Lost the second time. He's had one professional fight that he lost and now is fighting Floyd Money Mayweather. What is our world? How bored did we get, dude? We got so bored. We got so bored we this is this is the equivalent of the gladiators, okay, in the Coliseum, and people got so kind of just humdrum with the watching two guys fight that they're like let's throw a fucking lion in there okay obviously you can't throw lions into a cage with a guy right now because that's still manslaughter or whatever but instead we're just going to have a youtuber that's 50 pounds heavier fight the best boxer of our generation and there's no debate about the best best boxer of our generation he's not the Most fun boxer of our generation, that's for sure. I'm talking about the sport. I'm not talking about fighting. You know, you got the fighting prowess of Mike Tyson, where he just went out there and beat the, just beat the shit out of people. I'm talking about skill, movement, point scoring. Floyd my money Mayweather. There's not, there's no one better. You can't hit him, and he taps you constantly. Gets you tired. Tap tap tap. That's just, it's this whole game. It's fighting a kid who's zero and one. All right. It's not going to be close because here's my thought. Here's my thought process behind it. Floyd has fought guys that have been boxing their entire lives. So that the power, regardless of their weight, the power that they generate is so precise and so strong. They can hit like a fucking Mack truck. It doesn't matter if they're lighter than a 200 pound guy. They can generate so much power because they're so dialed in. And he is undefeated against those guys. People keep saying what Logan has is the size like the weight on him you know he could land that one big punch but the thing is is even if he landed one big punch i feel like floyd could take it because that's all he's been doing against granted smaller guys but that could definitely generate the same power i don't know i don't really see this going well for logan but here's the other thing definitely putting 500 dollars down on him (laughs) because dude the odds are so crazy you put $500 down on Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. Your return if he somehow wins is $7,500. That's almost worth the bet, dude. I get $7,000 if this kid wins and I throw in 5 500 bucks? I throw in 500 bucks, I get 7k if he wins? Talk about drumming up excitement. And I'll tell you what, dude, Logan Paul's ability to promote and market is insane. Do you know how how you know how psychotic you have to be to be able to get under the skin of one of the most decorated boxers of all time? To get under the skin un, of one of the greatest boxers of all time enough to be for him to be like, "Yeah, I'll fight you." As an O and 1 boxer, I'll fight you. That's genius level marketing. <laughs> I can't I can't even comprehend how that's done, or how you can even do that. What a sociopath! Granted, I'm putting five hundred dollars down on you, bud. But so go get that big hit. <laughs> One big swing, buddy. That's all it takes, they say. That's gonna create some, that's gonna create some excitement, though. And I get why Floyd's doing it, dude. The bag behind it, obviously. Obviously, the money is there enough that they're both walking away so rich. And if I was gonna make the amount of money that Logan Paul is probably going to make off of this fight, I would step in that ring with Floyd Money Mayweather. And I have zero boxing experience. I would, I'd be like, hey, put the gloves on right now. Let's step in there. You can knock me the fuck unconscious in four seconds if I leave the ring with $10 million. Who cares? So good on you, bro. It's awesome. (laughs) But I want to know, I want to know if you guys are going to watch it. Like, are y'all going to watch that? I feel like I'm going to watch it just because you don't want to miss the what if. What's probably going to happen is Floyd's going to tire him out, dance around for a bunch, tap, 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 tire him out, tire him out. Logan's going to get tired. And then the refs, he's not going to get knocked out. The ref's just going to stop it because Floyd doesn't stop punching him in the face because Logan can't keep his hands up anymore. Like, I'm sure that that's just what's going to happen over like five rounds. It just is what it is. But the what if factor is so fun, dude. It's so fun. I want to know if you guys are going to watch it, all right? All right, y'all. So, uh unfortunately, <laughs> I just got the I just got the Papa Bear call. So, uh got got the got the wrap it up signal because uh daddy's turn, all right? Time to go take that baby. Time to go love on my little girl. Shower her with love and affection and make her know that she's worth it. <laughs> it's been a crazy. It's been it's been a while, a couple of weeks, honestly, but, um, I do have to go. I feel like that. I'm not quite sure what the audio's sitting at in terms of time, but I hope that wasn't too short today, but whatever, if it was, I'll, I'll, I'll try to add a little bit more time next week. Make sure you check out the website, cheer up, babe, the com. Don't forget to put that the in there. You're going to find links to episodes as well as a shop button to buy a t-shirt if you want to buy a t-shirt they're kind of dope um if the t-shirts aren't available it's because i don't have them in my hands yet gonna get them in a couple weeks from the time that i'm recording this podcast so if you hop on there and there's no shop button just know that it's coming all right i hope you guys had fun hope you guys had a little bit of escapism don't forget go out there don't be a bummer and cheer up babe